I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We're joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. Uh, quite excited. Uh, as you all know, I, I have a history of trying to convince uh, producers to come on the mic and, and become hosts. Uh, some people in this room have, have experienced that cajoling firsthand, uh, but I'm quite excited that uh, Doc Holiday, codenamed Doc Holiday, excuse me, uh, is is making some more appearances on the mic. So if you hear someone chiming in, that is our own super producer. It's not a trick of uh, the light, no trick of the uh, earphones. Uh, and this is our listener mail segment for the week. We have so many things. We have such wonders to show you, as the Cenobites say. Uh, but today we're just going to explore three very odd ones. We've got a, we've got a mystery pick toward the end. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, some occultism in science. We've even, finally, one of my favorite things, got a cryptid, right, Matt? Yeah, we got a cryptid. 
First stop, Lake Vostok. We've been there before on this show. We're going back. Vostok, however you want to say it. Uh, we got a voicemail from Rose, so we're going to listen to that right now. Hi, Ben, Matt, and Noel. Uh, this is Rose. Rose from California, Fresno to be exact. And uh, I was wondering, I was listening to that podcast you guys were talking about with uh, the water, that freshwater lake that was under Antarctica. Well, I was speaking with my boyfriend, and he told me a story about how some scientists went in, and not all of them came back, and they had some sort of uh, camera on them, camera equipment, so they got to see what happened to these people. And what they saw was a squid-like creature that could morph into a human, because that's where they thought this person was, or this thing, and it snatched them. So, uh, free feel, uh Feel free to use my voice on air. I don't mind. And I hope you guys find this message well. I hope you guys are doing good. Thanks for the countless hours of entertainment. Love it. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Somebody called in just now and said, hey, I had a conversation with my boyfriend and he says that these scientists went into this lake and some of them didn't come back. Holy crap. Made my day. So did some... uh, a little digging here, everybody. Mm-hmm. Rose, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for having that conversation and for getting us so excited. Uh, well, I found out what your boyfriend was talking about, Rose. What? I've, I've got mm-hmm. it right here. It is a story that many have come to call the Organism 46-B or 46B story. That's right. And this thing is something that I think feel like I recall hearing about a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit after that, um, around the time when there was some serious interest in Antarctica and drilling beneath, like there's this huge amounts of ice that has, has to be drilled down into to get to these freshwater lakes that are beneath all of that ice, um, in certain places of Antarctica. And there is actual research going on there. And there was actual life found beneath all of that ice. And some of them were squid, like creatures. Um, But the story itself, the one that your boyfriend's talking about, Rose, goes a little something like this. And I'm getting this from, there are a lot of different websites. One is cryptids.fandom.com. Another one is ufoinsight.com. Another one is called ForsythStories.com. But there are, there are a whole bunch of places online where you can read this. And this is what the claim is. On Antarctica, there was a Russian mission where scientists accidentally stumbled upon alien life, essentially, that existed down underneath the ice in Lake Vostok. And I'm just going to read this directly from cryptids.fandom.com. So... Where we are is Vostok Station, that we've talked about before on this show. It was established by the Soviets in 1957. Um, You know, it's above Lake Vostok, this large body of water, but has ice between uh, the water and where the actual scientists would be operating from. Uh, There's a ton of ice core drilling that goes down into that ice to reach the water. It's generally very small boreholes that are created to get down into that ice and to gain access and to look at it. There's a scientist 
that was a part of some of these drilling expeditions or drill, not expeditions, drilling uh, exercises and research. And this doctor's name is Anton Padalka, P-A-D-A-L-K-A. This person allegedly was a part of the first, quote, scientific expedition to explore the lake. So to actually go down through the ice and into the lake itself. Um, and there's a quote. Here's a quote from Padalka. We encountered organism 46B on our first day. It disabled our radio, oh. which we later learned to our alarm was intentional. Mm, crap. It is also able to paralyze prey from a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water. Uh, this is like serious nightmare fuel stuff for me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big... Uh... I have a big fear of water-dwelling cryptids, personally. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, And also a part of this quote, by the way, you should be terrified. Tragically, my colleague and lifelong friend was killed this way. So what they're talking about, this creature, uh, 46B, was allegedly a 14, count that, 14-tentacled squid-like creature that was discovered within the lake. Very strange, right? Also, according to the same Dr. Anton Padalka, uh, this thing was able to shapeshift and made itself look as though it was a human that these scientists were encountering, as though it was another team member or something that was down there in the deep uh, before it then attacked and killed one of the other scientists. Right. But there, I mean... I don't want to derail this. Uh, there are some things. I, I followed this story. Some iteration of it comes up every few years. Uh, Rose, first, thank you for the excellent suggestion. I had actually thought about making a whole episode just about just about that cantankerous old 46B. Uh, things that stand out, first off, are that uh, squid and cuttlefish uh, and, of course, octopuses uh, do have some profound, amazing powers. I think we uh, mentioned obliquely in a previous episode a fascinating study theorizing that uh, the octopus and its cousins may actually be extraterrestrial in origin. Of course, that's not proven, but it's a great thought experiment. Uh, so one of the best ways to evaluate this is first to look at the biological capabilities described and compare them to the biological capabilities proven in similar animals. First, yes, squid, octopuses, uh, cuttlefish, and so on are venomous. They can deliver a toxic bite. Uh, squid venom is as deadly to crabs as the most lethal snake venom is to mice. So that part is true. Mm. The venom part, which might sound crazy, is true. Uh, the next one would be number of tentacles. It was 14, right? Well, there's an interesting thing here because if this creature is able to, uh, if its form is malleable, if it can shapeshift to mimic other things, which is another thing that, you know, an octopus can do, uh, then is it simply appearing to have 14 tentacles the way it appeared to be humanoid? Again, this might sound like overthinking it, but that's literally all I do all the time. So I'm going to continue. The other thing is, um, the other thing is this has been reported in 
MSN. This has been reported in uh, in Express, which I know not the not the perfect not the perfect thing, but you'll be hard pressed to find information about Dr. Anton Padalka outside of this story. You will also be hard pressed to find more recent developments. But logically, we know that the Russian government has an extensive history of attempting to uh, weaponize animals. Uh, like shout out to that. Uh, what was it? Was it a was it a dolphin or a porpoise? Who yeah, was it, was a la- it was a laser dolphin, I believe it was the one. And he had a harness. Yeah, he had a harness on. So that stuff really happens. The thing with the thing with forty six B is that is it was thirty three feet long, right? Is that correct? Yeah. So if it's 33 feet long, it's in stark contrast and extraordinary amid all the other creatures discovered under uh, Lake Vostok, of which there were more than 3,500, right? 3,500 plus. And a lot of those things are just as amazing as this cryptid, uh, but the difference is they're proven to be real. These are like bacteria that we've never seen before. Uh things that might be multicellular creatures. One researcher said back in 2013, there might even be fish down there, which is very exciting, very controversial statement. And the guy immediately backpedaled on this. I believe that the reports from MSN Express, which echo the cryptid, like the the story that you recounted, Matt, I believe those hit around 2016, I want to say, Mm-hmm. So why hasn't there been more news about it? Well, because it does appear that this entire thing was made up. It appears that there's a gentleman named C. Michael Forsyth who wrote this story as a short fiction horror story, essentially science fiction horror. Oh, um, man. I know. And I'm so sorry to bring everybody down and to like <laughs> to cut it off there. But you can go to Forsyth, F-O-R-S-Y-T-H-S-T-O-R-I-E-S, ForsythStories.com, and you can find this very story, and uh, you can see you can see how it's copyright. Um, see Michael Forsyth at the bottom, and it is all of the quotations that you have seen in all these other places from this Padalka guy. Mm-hmm. This alleged scientist, all the organism 46B and all of that stuff, all the shape-shifting accounts, unless anyone out there has, you know, better intelligence, like maybe somebody from somewhere actually knows this Padalkan was actually, he was actually defecting and getting away and, you know, seeking asylum somewhere else because of what he found out to be true at Lake Vostok. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to, con- I have to consider this one at least to be debunked. And it makes me really sad. Well, uh, uh, Padalka is a Russian name. There's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> right, Matt. I, I found the same thing. The, this story is, um, a great story. That part is true. Uh, but this, this discovery doesn't, doesn't hold up. And that's not to say that there are not undiscovered large fauna out there in the briny deep. That's actually the place we're most likely to find something new. Um, but one, one important part of the potential audience we should acknowledge here, Organism 46B, if you're listening and you're smart enough 
to disable technology, uh, we would love to talk to you. I think there was a Twilight Zone episode about you recently based on this story. Uh, and Mr. Forsyth, if you're listening, I hope they paid you for your work. Uh, Wait, but, was there really was there really a Twilight Zone about this very thing? Yes, that's correct. Twilight Zone season two, episode six of the reboot, which I love. Uh, there is a crazy octopus episode. It has a lot in kind of yes. the, people uh, who are deep in the ocean, and they find a super intelligent octopus-like creature, and it wreaks havoc. Hilarity ensues. Oh, dude, that was written by Glenn Morgan from uh, Writer of the X-Files. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has okay. Joe McHale in it. Okay. All good. Yes. I haven't seen any of those new Twilight Zones. Are they pretty good, Ben? I like them, but I'm the worst person to ask. Twilight Zone <laughs> is one of my, one of my favorite shows. And yeah, I, well, I'm and also a big uh, early Twilight Zone fan. It said they created so many incredible tropes, uh, like, you know, where <laughs> they weren't tropes back when they were just like a good idea from Rod Serling. Mm-hmm. Um Man, this is a weird one, guys. And and Rose, we don't want to leave you hanging. Again, the the stuff that has been proven to be found in Lake Vostok is crazy. And do please do let your friends and uh, your boyfriend know that there are ancient microbes that were buried for millennia in the poles, and now. Those things are re-emerging from the ice, and they're they're the kind of they're the kind of creature that can survive that deep freeze. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they'll do. We don't know how don't. they will affect or not affect the world today. It's true. Uh, you guys remember that show Strange Arrivals with Toby mm-hmm. that we talked sure. to? Mm-hmm. We're we're working on the second season right now, and just because we mentioned the X Files, I have to say this: Toby is going to be speaking with Chris Carter for that season. Amazing. He, he actually gets to talk to the X-Files guy. I'm so excited to hear yeah, dude. what 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 Chris Carter has to say about actual UFO experiences that people have gone through. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. So stay tuned. Can you tell us uh, around about when that might be hitting the airwaves? I cannot. Okay. You'll have to wait to see. Okay. All right. I dig it. I like a little mystery here. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, we're going to take a break and we'll come back with more listener messages from you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, Podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 2424 Two four to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we're back. Uh, received an email with a a pretty compelling uh, nom de plume. That is Android A or AA, writes in and says, Hi guys, I've always been a fan of the show, and this is something I always look forward to during the week. I have a topic for you guys to discuss, and it is about the Islamic Antichrist Dajjal. This could be a talk for the whole episode, as none other than Jack Parsons, who you guys might have heard of, used Mm -hmm. to call himself that. It would be great to hear your takes on the topic. If you would like to discuss this on the show, please refer to me as AA or Android A. You got it, Android. Android (laughs) A. Uh, we're, We're on this. So Jack Parsons... For the uninitiated, you know, realize why that's such a bad joke later, uh, is instrumental in two things. Rocketry, and he's legit. He's a legit rocket scientist. And the occult, depending on your opinion about all things occult in general, he's an expert on that too. Uh, he is He's one of those larger-than-life characters. He pioneered liquid and solid fuel rockets. He was born into money in LA. And for a long time, his other great love, magic, Thelemic magic specifically, was sort of an open secret with his friends or with the people who were tasked, I'll just say, the people who were tasked to keep an eye on his wild while they needed him to conduct research into rocketry. So here's the scoop. And we could go, we could dive deep into an exploration of his magical operations or his occult predilections. It would take up a full episode. It would be similar to our episode on some of the beliefs of members of the Nazi party in that people needed him for the rush to rocketry, and they put up with a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Just like the federal government relaxing uh, drug use laws when they realized that hackers love getting high and they needed to have some decent hackers. So first, Android, 
your note is correct. In something called the Oath of the Abyss, as well as the Oath of the Antichrist, which Jack Parsons made, he purports or he says he embodies an entity whose full name is Valerian Armilis al-Dajjal, the Antichrist, quote, who am come to fulfill the law of the beast 666. Now, long-time listeners, mm. who do you think that is? Any guesses? I think, Matt, I, I feel like it's a softball to lob your way, but what? who do you think that is? Noel, who do you think it is? Is it maybe Satan? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a real Close. person. Oh, okay. Well, Satan's a real person if you believe. Well, well, he's not a person. He, Satan would be a an angel that a fell into the and became a, yeah. Okay, fair enough. This person would be Anton. Mm. Close, close. It's an A. All right, all right. Uh, oh, it's not Levay. It's wait, um, Doc. Do you have a guess, Doc Holiday? It's <laughs> I do not. Okay. What, what, but the what is his name? Uh, Rhymes with Owley. Oh, Alistair, our boy Allie. Crowley. <laughs> Allie yes. Crowley. Yes, the B66. Uh, famed, uh, famed heroin addict uh, and just bad person to be in a relationship with. Also dabbled <laughs> in magic and poetry. Especially uh, if you're in a pyramid with him. And <laughs> oh, boy, the stories. Uh, so... Parsons is working within this this magical uh, system, and he's he's attempting to perform magical rites. However, the name Balarion Armilis Al Dajjal is sort of a self uh, a self generated and self applied kind of. I would say it goes beyond a name. It's it's a persona, right? Because I will always I will always be grateful to our pal. Damian Patrick Williams for the perfect description of magic and credit where it's due. He called it weaponized psychology. That was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Damian, mm-hmm. if you're listening, I, I I hope the dissertation is going well. Uh, I'd love to have you on the show again sometime. But but Parsons, he really did believe this stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a it wasn't like a trapping that he used for um dating people or getting into bed with them. It seemed like something he genuinely believed. He even testified in federal court in defense of his magical beliefs in his religion, saying specifically, uh, Thelema is both anti-fascist and anti-communist because mm-hmm. our, the number one thing we believe in, Your Honor, is individualism. So if you think about it, my weird magic stuff is uh, as American as apple pie. Nobody mm. nobody at the time, I imagined, uh, pointed out that apples originated in Kazakhstan. We just don't talk about that part. That's true, though. That's just a little bit of extra food stuff thrown on the, on the side of the plate here. Um, Making me hungry again this episode, Ben. Stop it. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, the... The magical systems that they're practicing are are so incredibly complex, and we've got a lot of listeners in our um, in our astral room or digital room right now who are currently practicing some some sort of system that people might lump into the broad category of magic. Uh, with this with this in mind, though, you know, I would say first off. 
why do so many people get into uh, any kind of magical working and they immediately want to be the Antichrist? It's like, please, it sounds cool, I would argue. Yeah, the Antichrist. It's fun to say. Got a nice ring to it. Yeah, but it's like... It's like you gotta you gotta work your way up. You have to earn that. You know why don't why don't you try to why don't you try to be, you know, just be be some other not quite at the top force yet, and then and then get there. Everybody, I just I feel like it's lazy to immediately start out as the antichrist. But then there's also the misunderstanding. Perhaps people are just saying I embody aspects of this thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm flexing for it. Heard. I don't, I don't know. I'm with you, man. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean this to be a condemnation of the Antichrist, which it's not, which is weird. Like, oh, God, how do we get out of this? Uh, Antichrist don't care um, what you think. <laughs> we, what we need to do is we need to study. How do you say it, Ben? Dajal? We need to study Dajal. Mm-hmm. We need to make a video. Ta- uh, five things y- you don't know about Dajal. And it will be our second most popular video on YouTube. I guarantee it. Well, it's weird because Dajjal in Arabic is the, I think it's technically, that's a nerd out on it, but it's technically, it's the superlative form of the root word D-A-J-L, Dajjal, I mm-hmm. believe, which means lie or deception. It also Ooh. means deceiver. So it's kind of like just calling yourself the liar guy. That's awesome. I just, I, I feel like we should break it down. I, I feel like this is, I don't know if this is interesting to you all, but uh, I i am fascinated because this was an incredibly brilliant man who truly believed in these things. Now, of course, brilliance and accuracy are not all, always going to be close bedfellows, but its it's fascinating. Something convinced him. What do you think it was? If you are an expert on this or if you dabbled in the past, we would love to hear from you. I have more to explore on this, but I'm going to hold it because I think this is a full episode. I think you're right, Android A. Uh, so stay tuned because we'll be uh, we'll be exploring Jack Parsons in a very not safe for work episode in, in the near future. Just so you know, this is not going to be one for the kids. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to pause to invoke our own magical working which is the summoning of the sponsors. And then we'll return with one more piece of listener mail. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, Podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 2424 Two four to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we're back with our final piece of listener mail. And this one hit uh, not close to home exactly, but close to a a previous home I had, or at least a vacation destination uh, associated with a previous home I had. Uh, Being cryptic enough for you? Well, let me get right to it. The subject of the email is Monkey Island. And no, I'm not referring to that classic uh, PC game, Monkey Island, which was absolutely a thing. Hey, guys, uh, this is from uh, Noble Savage Forge, by the way. Uh, I'm assuming that's uh, this this gentleman's business, so I hope I did a solid by calling it out. Maybe he makes, like, cool blades or something. Um, mm. Noble Savage Forge. This one comes from Aaron, and he says, Hey, guys, love the show. Hollering at you from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Have you heard of Monkey Island? There's a small inlet island uh, in South Carolina around Fripp Island, South Carolina, called Morgan Island that is populated by, you guessed it, monkeys. Uh, that were put there for government experimentation. Hope you find this interesting. Thanks, guys. Aaron. Um, and this this hit a nerve with me because I had a, I, I had a neighbors that I grew up next door to in Augusta, Georgia, who had a lake house in South Carolina, uh, not terribly far from this. And I distinctly have a memory of hearing them say, or we were in their boat um, out, out on the on the lake, and they were like, "Hey, let's go to Monkey Island." And it was too far. We didn't go. But at the time, I'd assumed it was a clever name. And I didn't know anything about this stuff. But it's true. Monkey Island is an island, exactly as Aaron described, that you can see exclusively by boat. You can't, you're not supposed to go onto the island. Um, but it's an area called the Low Country, Morgan Island near Beaufort, or Beaufort. Uh, no, I think it's Beaufort. Um, and since the 70s, this tiny little island has been populated by a colony of Reese's monkeys. Um, and at this point, I think it started off with just a handful uh, that were dropped there um, because of a change in the law of like importing monkeys from India. So they wanted to make scientists wanted to make a self-sustaining monkey colony that they could just go to and pluck them out whenever they wanted to do like science experiments on them. Um, and to this day, there are uh, around 4,000 
of these monkeys that hang around on this very specific island. Um, and it's used by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, uh, again, as a source of research. And this island is 2,000 acres, uh, and it's owned and managed by the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, and it's protected under federal law. So definitely a no-no to try to go on the island, but you are allowed to you know, get close enough to see some, some monkey action going on. But the monkeys are literally just roaming free on this island, uh, procreating. Yeah, that's that's the desired effect, um, and yeah, it, it's uh, it's become kind of like or like almost like a the stuff of, of of legend. Monkey Island. I remember hearing about this when I was a kid. Isn't that weird, guys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weirdest thing is this is a this is a, a is almost a genre of island. You know, there's another Monkey Island in Puerto Rico. There are a couple of islands, might surprise people, that are ruled entirely by animals. Uh, sometimes they're, they're sort of cautionary tales of good intentions gone awry or uh, creatures with no natural predators run mm-hmm. amok. What's interesting here, Isn't there though, a bunny rabbit island in Japan? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's interesting here, though, is that these were purposefully placed there. They're not like the hippos of Pablo Escobar's fame. Uh, they're not like the uh, the islands filled with uh, snakes, right? Venomous mm-hmm. snakes. That's that's a lot of fun. It reminds me, there's this book I love that I'd like to recommend to anybody who enjoyed the earlier recommendation of Atlas of Remote Islands. There's also the Atlas of Cursed Places, where you can learn mm. much more about some of the dangerous islands run by animals. Full name, Atlas of Cursed Places, Travel Guide to Dangerous and Frightful Destinations. Worth the read. Get it in a hardback if you can. But Monkey Island here in the specifically in South Carolina has been really successful, right? I think they've got like 4,000 rhesus monkeys right now that's correct more? yeah okay. that's right um and it's interesting because the land is is like i said owned by the uh, and managed by the south carolina department of natural resources and these monkeys are protected and they're not used for research anymore so it's sort of just it was like initially uh set up as this colony uh that was meant to be self-sufficient because they couldn't export um monkeys from india anymore um but now they've abandoned and that entirely, and it's really just more of a preservation thing. Um, and humans are not allowed on the island, and it's sort of this very this like self-sustaining kind of ecosystem. Um, but like you said, if you are in the area, you are welcome to take a cruise by, and you can get close enough to definitely see uh, a monkey or two kind of hanging around, um, doing doing whatever monkeys do. Possibly you might see some monkey sex. Uh, you might have to cover your children's eyes if that's the case, because, you know, that's what they're there for. Um, interesting stuff, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I remember Monkey Island from when I was a kid, and I just assumed it was a cute name for, like, an island. But, no, it's it's a very uh, appropriate name. There's 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 monkeys on that on that island. Can I go ahead and give a shout-out to uh, Lucas Films Games or Lucas Games that's the one. for their series Monkey Island? Tale and Tales of Monkey Island, which I think is Telltale, created that one where it's it's just a, a an adorable and fun adventure about pirates. And I would like to give a shout out uh, to Brazil, uh, for, <laughs> just the whole place. <laughs> for the whole place. Uh, actually, I'd like to give a shout out to Brazil for um, keeping the location of one Animal Run island somewhat off the map. 
Mm. It's called uh, Snake Island. So we're okay. off the coast. It's widely recognized as, uh, quote, the most dangerous place on the planet. It is full, chock full, riddled with the most venomous snakes in the world. Jeez. About five snakes per square meter live on the island. Uh, and the lighthouse keeper was the last person who lived there, attacked by snakes, plot twist, died. and since Became then, a snake. Became mm-hmm. like came back to life as mm-hmm. a snake, mm-hmm. wreaking revenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, and since that moment, the lighthouse has been automated, and the Brazilian government <laughs> prohibits any visitors from setting foot there. Uh, wow! But, I guess maybe you could fly over. But I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of listening to the experts when they tell you not to go to totally. these kind of islands. I ignore all kinds of other stuff like sure. no trespassing, employees only. I don't care. But if someone's like leave these leave these autonomous monkeys alone don't go to a place called snake island or trust me the folks of north sentinel island have been fine since the stone age and they don't care if you roll up on a boat i think you listen to them oh, you you should and you would and should um there is one however uh animal island that you can go to i mentioned it briefly a second ago rabbit island in uh, in off the coast of hiroshima japan um and it is occupied by thousands of wild rabbits uh, located in eastern hiroshima um it's a small island with uh, hundreds rather of wild rabbits that just roam free um and tourists can uh, can plan a little ferry visit to the island and and feed the rabbits and it's a popular place for folks to come you know get swarmed by rabbits like our like Napoleon in the, that ridiculous history episode mm-hmm. um, and Rabbit Island is apparently uh, considered a place to seek good fortune for your own family's fertility so all uh, you can go to the website rabbit islandinfo and it shows you how to plan your visit so there you go. And what what better way to end on a, on a positive note? How far we have come in just about forty minutes or so. Thank you so much, Rose, for writing to us. And you know, hey, uh, shout out Organism Forty Six B if you're out there. Uh, wave a tentacle. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you to Android A with the excellent question slash inspiration about Jack Parsons. I can't believe we haven't done this yet. And of course, thank you to Noble Forge for introducing us to uh, my next off the grid tourist destination. I don't know about you guys. I, I okay. I won't go on there, but I would like to get to the shore. And just like we could be the cryptid for those monkeys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, we yeah. could be on the boat and throw some like cool treats for them. And then we like disappear. Dope. Yes. What are monkeys like? Berries? Barrels? Yeah, that's true. That's no, wait. True. Donkey, Donkey Kong's a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's banana. Sorry. That's the yeah. cliche thing that, that monkeys like. Um, let us know. What, what what are your favorite animal islands that we maybe left off the list? What are your favorite animals? What are your favorite islands? What are your favorite fruits? You can write to us on social media. You can find us at Conspiracy Stuff or Conspiracy Stuff Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, on Facebook, you can find our Facebook group. Here's where it gets crazy. It's literally where it gets crazy. All kinds of, of, of kooky stuff happening on that group. Heck yeah. If you don't want to do that, you can call us. 1-833-STDWYTK. Leave a message. Let us know if we can use your voice on the show. And uh, if we can use your name, perhaps. that We'd love to do that, at least your first name. And uh, tell us about any of these topics. Tell us another topic. Just uh, 
Hey, make us laugh, whatever you want to do. We want to hear from you. Please give us a call. Yeah, take a cue from the listeners that, that wrote in today. They, that could be you, and we would love for that to be you. Just try to keep it within three minutes if you could. Don't forget to check out youtube.com slash conspiracy stuff where you can watch clips from a lot of these podcasts. If you like listening to them, you're going to love watching them because you get to see our faces and our mouths and all the weird things that we do while we say the words. <laughs> and if you don't want to do any of that stuff, you can just get in touch with us the old-fashioned way. Why not send an email? We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.